So, um, we gathered here today to talk some uh, League of Legends, talk about worlds, you know? Yeah, um, boy, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I think this will be a banger over here. Um, so, uh, I'm just going to start and say that uh, if you're listening to this um, not live, then just know that we are filming this live on Twitch, so you can come follow um, and watch there. We will uh, answer questions and uh, um, talk to you guys. Um, so if you're watching this or hearing this um, not um, live, then just know it is a possibility if you like. Um, I will tweet about it and post about it. But uh, let's just jump uh, straight into business. Um, and I want to talk about the... Uh, first of all, before we jump into Worlds, uh, the two new champions that we just um, got gifted for some, uh, hated by others. Uh, into the League of Legends. Mostly um, hated. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course, I'm talking about Samira and uh, uh, Yone, which are both like one is Yasuo 2.0 and the other is also Yasuo kind of 2.0. <laughs> I mean, mixed together with Katarina, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah what, what was your guys' experience with uh, these champions so far? Do you want to go? Happy. Yeah, sure. Well, um, first of all, I start with the Samira, because obviously she's the the worst one for me. Um, I feel like Riot just I don't know had uh, some uh, bounce, and I don't know they they broke so many memes with this with this champion. <laughs> I mean, everyone just hates Windwall, for example, from Yasuo, and there yeah. were and I, I don't know someone in Riot. Was like, well, how can we piss the community so hard again and release an ADC with the windwall? I don't know. I don't know what what the hell they were thinking when they released this champion. But um, I actually liked that the nerfs came in pretty fast for uh, for Samira, and and they they were like um, I don't know. Eight, they removed um, AT max HP. I, I, I mean, it was pretty big, but she's still pretty obnoxious and kind, kind of. I mean, I mean, she's pretty fun, but she's not really fun to play against. That's what I, I'm trying to say here. Um, I didn't play much uh, Yone uh, as him or against him, but uh, Samira, I did play. I did uh, try her, and I think that. Uh, in lane, she's really strong, but in team fights, it's really hard to perform with her. I don't know; it's my experience, yeah. But uh, I, I played her only after the nerf, after the hot patch. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how she was before that, but she's she's pretty fun in lane. Yeah, she's really she she has great follow up and uh, great damage. But uh, I don't I don't know. Uh, I really don't know how how she she can perform in team fights. It's really hard. Um, I myself spammed Yone. Like probably ninety percent of my games were Yone or trying to get him. Um, and I absolutely love this champion. I I just he feels really fun to play as. But I can definitely see why people don't want to play against him. Um, he is pretty strong once you know how to play him. Um, but the biggest thing for me uh, is like if I'm comparing to Yasuo, is that 
um, A, his mobility is only good when he's ahead. Like, his E is really strong, really busted, if you're the one engaging, if you're the one catching people. And um, I, I didn't hear a lot of people talk about it, but something that feels really big and huge for me is the fact that he doesn't have the um, passive shield like Yasuo does. And it might seem small, but it actually makes laning uh, against ranged champions or unfavorable matchups, it makes it really hard because you either lose CS and therefore you don't get gold to get your items or you lose a lot of HP and then you can't really trade in lane and can't really fight so I do see why people don't like him uh, I do think he is really hard to abuse early on with the correct champions and a good jungler so uh, I, I personally though love him uh, he's so fun to me I actually agree with you um, I think Yone is like the healthier version of uh, Yasuo. I feel like um, he's not so um, oppressive as Yasuo. As y I mean, if Yasuo gets ahead, he has all he needs is a minion wave to to get to you, to and actually trade with you or kill you, mm -hmm. for example. But with Yone, all he has is uh, is E ability, and yes, it does gives him a lot of uh, movement speed. But it's not as uh, high mobility creep like Yasuo. Yeah. That, uh, that I don't know. It's That's it's what... not in like yeah. I mean I mean you 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 got me there yeah. Yeah. Um I feel yeah. I feel like his ultimate is pretty big. Yeah. Um. Th that's what makes this champ is like. I mean th that's what makes him really good. Um. I feel like his champ uh, this champion. Um, has a decent laning. Yes, he, he doesn't have his, the shield like Yasuo have, but if he has an even matchup, his scaling is pretty nuts. Yeah. So, and and I really like what Rai did. I mean, everyone was, I don't know, shouting in Reddit posts that uh, Yon is broken and and stuff like that. But they didn't. They did not nerf him. They did not. They did not touch him until uh, they saw the his win rate. And yeah, now he's. He has a pretty decent win rate, so the nerfs are, are coming, obviously. But they didn't like panic nerf or panic buff yeah. any any of his abilities. So that's what I like. Uh, like Samira. I, yeah, like yeah. Samira. I mean, I mean, <laughs> Samira deserved it. So Samira was released, yeah. and yeah, and yeah. she was like forty nine win uh, percent win rate on release. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I, saw, I saw the statistics. Yes. Yeah, I think the thing with Samira is that. She just has so much in her kit, like her passive, the uh, grade she gets also give her 3.5 movement speed. And her ultimate is technically on 3 seconds cooldown. Yeah, you gotta get the S rank first, but like when you're late game team fighting, your Q is on ridiculously low cooldown. So you can do an auto attack Q, auto attack, which is already 3 yeah. um, stacks for the grade. So like technically in a team fight, you can get 2 ults off, maybe even more, which is honestly kind of strong considering it's a... Kata ult that actually moves with you. Yeah, but she has uh, low range, and it, that depends on the enemy team too. If they yeah. have much CC, it's really hard to execute. Yeah. Really. I, I did heard people say like it's basically an AD carry Katarina, which has some point to it. Because if you hard CC her, she's dead. It's it's just yeah. that it's a bit harder to hard CC her because of her win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we don't have to worry about these two champions for Worlds because, well, Riot won't put them to Worlds. Like, it, they already said that both Yone and Samira uh, wouldn't be played. Um, 
So yeah. I guess that's one less thing to worry about. Um, <laughs> but uh, speaking of world, like um, usually when we get worlds, you know, we already had MSI, we had uh, Rift Rivals, we had an uh, All-Stars event, we had events where um, the international teams could challenge each other, to each other and see their play level. And to this year, because of, uh, well, COVID-19, we all suffered from it uh, to some extent. Um, this, yeah, um, this year we didn't have an event where we can see how our regional teams do internationally. And it's only the playing stage where we started to see the teams from different regions play against each other. So how do you feel it will play into the minds of players and teams coming into this uh, group stage in uh, tomorrow, actually? I think it's already uh, has an effect on on the worlds since uh, we saw Mad Lions uh, coming from an online season to an on stage season, and they fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's it's really hard. I think the veterans will still perform, but uh, we'll have to see about the rookies. How will they, how will they they perform in on stage? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I was watching yesterday's uh, Euphoria podcast, and mm. and they interviewed uh, Mac, who's the head coach of Mad Lions, and he said about the Mad Lion lose, um, and uh, obviously going home from Worlds. Yeah. Um, he said that he's pretty happy about the what Mad Lions achieved. This year, really? I mean, I mean, obviously, it's it's a new organization. It's uh, basically three three rookies or four. Four. Four, I think. four I think rookies. Humanoid yeah, four was rookies. The humanoid was the only veteran, and humanoid yeah. was he's playing for like I don't know one Eight. one and a half years, two years. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's, it's yeah second year. Yeah. So so yeah, basically, it it, it's it's a it's a lineup that no one actually predicted that uh, will do so well. Yeah. And the um, he said that. Also, uh, they were playing online. They had like I don't know, three or four games on stage. So this team just doesn't know how to play on stage, and the the pressure actually got to them. And I can mm. believe in I can believe that actually. So I I don't think the um, the fact that Mad Lions went home means a lot about Europe. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta remember that uh, uh, Mad Lion. Uh, had their fall in the in playoffs against Rogue, they lost three zero. Yeah, they already started to lose in 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 Europe. So yeah, so um, and actually and and they are the the fourth uh, seed, seed from Europe. Yeah. So yeah. they are the the weakest uh, seed from Europe. So I I don't think it means much about Europe, and hopefully it won't <laughs> as a <laughs> as a Europe fan here. <laughs> yeah, and like I was watching the series against um, of uh, what was the name? I forgot. But like, um, I was watching the series with where they lost and supermassive, supermassive. Yeah, supermassive. Thanks. And and they did have good moments there. They, like they, it was a three-two loss. Like they did win two games, and I think a lot of it came down to as you said before, uh, the inexperience. Like we saw a lot of team fights where. Karzy on the Israel didn't do so well and they lost the team fights and then we saw team fights he hit everything and absolutely smashed the vein that he was against and they won that game and like it really I think 
came down to what you said and how uh, how the the coach put it down like experience and just like these are as you said new players like it was their first year and considering that it's their first year i think it was an amazing run by them um yeah. they did show some promise i am a bit sad that they didn't move on but you know that's just the way it is and i think something similar happened with the lgd who almost didn't qualify um to the uh, group stage like they were tied for last in their uh, planes uh, stage and they had to win a tiebreaker and then since there it, it did get better they did win the last series 3-0 so both um, of the series they won they won both yeah. of the series yeah yeah so do you think it plays into their mind now going into into groups like holy shit we almost didn't make it to plane uh, through planes or do you think like they had a min mental reset for when they played the both series and won them i mean yeah the they almost uh, got knocked out in in the group stage in the plane stage so uh, it was going into their first series it was uh, on their mental you know oh we almost knocked out but uh, i think after the both of their series they, uh, they 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 are happy with that and they will go uh, with their heads up in, in, into group stage. I mean, L LGD, since, I don't know, season five, just can't stop disappoint me. I mean, <laughs> every time I'm, I'm, I was like, before the, the playing stage, I was like, ah, they're gonna smurf this, win this, uh, get this 6-0 in, in the planes and, and go next. But um, I'm actually disappointed, and uh, especially in Peanut. Peanut, he, he came in as a superstar jungler. I mean, everyone knows Peanut. Um, most of the analysts put him in the in their top 20 list for this world championship, mm -hmm. and he, he literally played like crap <laughs> in, <laughs> in, in these in these games. I mean, two uh, for example, in this game against uh, Unicorns of Love, um, both of his solo laners got solo kills, and he did not transition any of this to any objectives. It didn't get the Rift Herald, it didn't get the Dragon. I mean, it, it just can happen, especially for a superstar jungler like, like Peanut. Um, but after they free owed uh, both, both of the games and got into Group C, I actually have no idea how, how is, is it going to, to come out. I mean, LG, LGD is obviously a good team, and they come from a good region, but I have no idea how how they are going to play this, so we're gonna have to see. Yeah, um, Group C is definitely a group to look out for. But uh, before we talk about that, um, also like you mentioned, the Unicorns of Love and uh, I think uh, Team Liquid as well, with surprisingly good performances. Team Liquid, I think a lot of eyes were towards uh, their mid laner and their jungler Broxa and uh, Jensen, um, who haven't performed greatly. Um, the at the end of um, the regular split in uh, North America. And coming into the playing stage, both of them had really good performances. Broxa on the Graves that I remember, he uh, was unkillable. And uh, Jensen following on plays, like they both seemed on point. And we saw them take the first place from the group and actually insta um, move to group stage without doing the. Um, the three the series the best of five series to um be promoted so i think 
like is it a, a team liquid thing is it a north america suddenly being good like what do you guys think about that i think that team liquid secretly been the the most dominant uh, t uh, team in north america i think they, they are the best team in north america but actually actually agree with you yeah but i think they fell short in playoffs mm -hmm. really um but uh, you know planes is a bit uh, how to say lower tier teams so you can't say for sure that team liquid is so much better than uh, the other any representative representatives mm -hmm. I think, um, yeah. I think Team Liquid um, got robbed the, from the uh, NALCS championship. I feel I feel like um, Liquid deserve it more than uh, TSM. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like Liquid is gonna perform pretty well this year. Um, I don't I, I don't think they're gonna come out of their group because uh, obviously G two and uh, Sounding a pretty great, a pretty great, but but think about it this way: um, they have two ex world champions, Core JJ and um, Impact, Impact, yeah, and uh, world champion finalist Broxa, um, a rookie ADC tactical, but he looks pretty promising, and obviously Jensen in the mid lane, who's one of the best uh, mid laners from uh, North America. So I feel like. Liquid, if if they keep this momentum, they might even come out of their group and mm -hmm. actually have uh, actually believe in them, and uh, I think they can actually do it. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Uh, Team Liquid had a monster regular split, no? They had a good regular split, and then um, as uh, Crazy Brown Kid in the chat said, they uh, he agrees with you guys that he should they should have been the, the number one team uh, from NA. But um, he didn't think they got robbed. They just didn't play good the playoffs. So uh, he thinks that's the reason that they didn't deserve winning. Um, but yeah, they had good regular split and then mediocre uh, playoff. Yeah, I mean, so they're gonna rock the best of ones. That's what you say. <laughs> um, they can, yeah, definitely. And I mean, <laughs> if you look at their group, you have G2 Esports, which is like a European beast, right? But they also yeah. seem to to slip a lot of times and to make uh, stupid mistakes and you know G2 have their fair amount of criticism uh, about how they play and like most recently that they like only Caps is really playing uh, well uh, as of late so you can definitely see a world with, where G2 sp uh, sli slip slips up right and uh, Team Liquid being able to grab a few free wins there and you know, Sunning might also make a mistake, and there is a world where Team Liquid does get out of this group. I do agree with you. I'm happy that it's not likely to happen. Uh, G2 and Sunning should be the clear favorites, favorites, I think. Yeah. But I wouldn't write Team Liquid out just yet. Um, Wait, are we doing the predictions already? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just talking about uh, Team Liquid just a little bit. Um, because, you know, as a fanatic fan, Broxa is uh, my man in the jungle. You know, I have to give him some love. And and he deserves that love, man. He played really well the last games uh, he did. Like, he really showed up. Maybe the first game, I think, wasn't so good. But after that, he definitely showed up. 
Um, another team on the rise is Unicorns of Love. Um, they played absolutely amazingly, I think, in the planes. It's just like fun to watch. And uh, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, Swain bought uh, one of their picks they had, like some young blood. And you know, Shippy, former uh, EU coach of uh, Unicorns of Love as well. Um, how do you guys yeah. feel about their chances and like about the team, yeah. the planes so far for them? I'm really excited for Unicorns of Love. I think they can have upsets and they play so they play so fun to watch really. They I can I can describe in words how excited I am for them really. And it's uh first no, it's the first time in 3 years that a uh, team from the CIS are coming into groups, right? From 4 years maybe? Um, yeah, since uh, yes. Albus Knox I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really exciting for the region too. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see about their group. They have a pretty hard group though. Yes, yeah. definitely. Um, uh, but like, yeah, you happy? I mean, unicorns, um, I'm actually so hyped to see them. Mm -hmm. Because usually um, teams from wiki regions like uh, the LCL and uh, Brazil and stuff like that had problems with the, the mechanics and their... I mean, you could see the individual difference between uh, their these teams and their players between the bigger region players. But this mm -hmm. time, I feel like uni uh, unicorns have actually pretty good individual players, and <laughs> they actually can click the buttons pretty well. <laughs> um, so it will come up uh, with uh, how they play as a team. Um, I do feel like they can actually come up of their group. Yeah. And I mean, as you said, uh, Vagabond, they're so fun to watch. They're like, like a lot of people say they are magical, uh, not only because they are unicorns. Um, like even going back to the days where Unicorns of Love were in Europe, uh, every game they had against Fnatic was a total headbanger with uh, like four different um, Nexus base race and backdoors and stuff. And even though the roster yeah. was completely changed uh, except for their coach, they still feel the same. They feel magical. They feel exciting. They feel fun. And I really want to see them go out of this group stage. Uh, I definitely think it's going to be hard for them. But, you know, they're magical, so maybe. I mean, DRX underperformed in, in LCK, so maybe. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and um, other than that, like, um, well, we have Group C to talk about and we'll get to that soon but uh i think we can start talking about the predictions for uh for uh the group stage sorry i blanked there for wait. a moment yeah um, wait so yeah. we're going to say our pickems or are we going to say our predictions because it's two different things <laughs> um yeah i agree with you i think we will do both of them um like, okay. unless you have something you want to say about one of the teams we haven't talked about, like PSG, um, which I think, like, there's not much to talk about PSG because, well, they just kind of smashed, I guess, and did what they were expected to do. Yeah, and we don't watch their region. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So to we be don't fair. know much about them. Yeah. So, like, I think we did cover most of the teams from the planes. So, yeah, we can go for prediction. We'll start with prediction and then we'll finish up with the PKMs. Um, okay. Michael, you want to go first, Vagabond? Um, I need to open 
Just a second, I need to. Uh, open my we have Group A with the uh, Sunning G two Team Liquid and uh, Machi Esports. Um, yeah. So, I think if if I'll go uh, with my prediction, it will be G two first, Team Liquid second, Sunning third, and Machi last. Mm -hmm. I think I uh, I think there are there were some uh, uh, screams uh, leaked that uh, TSM and Fnatic and some other teams won against Sunning in screams. I know that screams don't mean so much, so I don't know. But uh, I have a, I have a good feeling about uh, uh, Team Liquid. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think G two Team Liquid, then uh, Sunning and Machi. And That's group A. I, I want to ask you a little bit about G2 being first because, uh, yeah. as I said, like G2 tend to... They fumble. They fumble, fumble yeah. yeah, definitely. So do you still have faith in them to be first place in the group? Because... So, yeah. by, by, log by logic, I said my predictions, I said by my logic, but by, yeah. my, my pickings are different. I in mm -hmm. my pickings I placed Suning first, G two second, Team Liquid third, and Machi last. Yeah. So you know I will uh, I I had this uh, feeling in my predictions, but uh, mm -hmm. we will see. Yeah, I'm with you on the predictions uh, with the pickings as well. But I, I like it's also what I predict. Like I didn't see the um, screams leaked, and as you said, it is uh, different when you scream uh, versus when yeah. you actually play. And like I do feel G2 have a really big and known issue um, and a way to abuse it. They only play around caps or at least this is what they did in Europe unless they change it during the um, during the time between uh, the e the LEC finals and uh, world's uh, plane stage and group stage. Unless they change yeah. something, I do feel like um, Sunning have the upper hand and I did put Sunning first like you did in the prediction but I also like feel like this is what we're gonna see um, I don't know 100% you never do but um, you know sure, G2 sure. they're a bit of a coin flip maybe not like 50-50 but they, they are the bull-edged sword yeah exactly are you with us happy with the PKMs for uh, Group A? I actually agree with the Putting Sunning first. That's what I did actually. I feel yeah. like G2 in best of ones tend to. I don't know. Troll a bit. <laughs> troll a bit. For, uh, some, sometimes even fall apart. I feel like they, I feel like they don't um, try enough because of their mentality as a team. Um, they like to try hard when it matters. So I did put uh, G2 second and Sunning first. But I do feel like um, Liquid might even take some games from uh, G2 and Sunning. Yeah. So this this group for me is actually pretty in interesting and really hard to predict. I feel like yeah. I feel like Machi is, most most of us are sleeping on Machi. I did uh, hear a lot of good things about th their team, and obviously we did see PSG that. Uh, played actually pretty well, mm -hmm. and Machi are supposed to be even better than PSG. So I feel like um, most of the analysts 
uh, they sleep on Machi because they don't know Machi is a team, and so do I. So we we'll have to see. I mean, PSG is kind of weird, you know, because they had three subs, and you don't know yeah. if they, and you don't know if they played better than the original players or. The original players are even better, so you don't know yeah, you what's actually, going on there. You actually have no indication about that. It's it's, it's nuclear nuclear fusion there. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I do feel like the meta complements G two a lot. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, the bot meta. Um, I mean, the, the meta is about top side more, more of mid top jungle, and uh, the bot side is kind of less important. Mm-hmm. And we did see Perks and Mickey actually have a lot of how do you how do you say that bad laning phase. Yeah, yeah, they, they had they had some bad games and struggle. I, they struggle I, I, a bit. I, I remember Perks saying that dying two v two is re- really cringe, <laughs> and he did die like at least four or five times against Fnatic and Lane. So yeah, <laughs> like I think if we look back at the Fnatic G two both series, they had actually. We definitely saw that the Fnatic bot lane did have the upper hand. And at the end of the day, it did not matter because G2 ended up winning the finals. Um, yeah. Fnatic did win pretty, the... Pretty hard, pretty stompy yeah. finals. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it was the closest 3-0 you'll ever see, I think. Like, both yeah. first the and second game. Close, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, uh, happy about the G2 mentality for uh, the best of ones. Like, I think it was Wonder who tweeted... Tweet, uh, tweeted um, is there any good teams in our group like they really they really have the mentality of we're the best and like wake me up when it's important um, yeah but we did see it by them in the back a couple of times so uh, yeah definitely the hardest group to predict I think it's like a big wild card thingy. I don't know. What do you mean, though, the hardest group to predict? I think maybe C is the hardest group to predict. No, I think no. C is like the group of death, which with good teams. I think the reason it's harder to predict no, A is because of the coin flippiness of a lot of these teams, and like because we don't have about, information. You can say it about every team in every group. Um, uh, DRX, DRX is flippy though too. And uh, no, maybe not about Group B, but yeah, Group B is group... pretty hard cut. Yeah, I think Group C group is B also like Group C. I I definitely think it would be the hardest group, but I also think like you can kind of know like okay, I'm I'm sorry all the TSM fans like Tamir who's watching, but like we can probably guess that TSM will be last in that group, right? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Um, well, you said it, not me. Um, but like, yeah, I, I do feel like Group A is like harder to predict because of that. Like, Tommy is leaving. He said he's leaving. <laughs> no, Tommy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come back. And, but like, yeah, Team Liquid, I think they really performed well in the planes. So I suddenly think highly of them. Like before the groups, like before planes, I wasn't sure if they even gonna make it out of planes. Because they were good teams in planes, um, so like I was kind of surprised. Um, well, happily uh, surprised with uh, um, <laughs> Tamir in the chat. Uh, I was happily surprised with their performances. So suddenly, like it changes everything. I did think going into planes that uh, if they advance um, and get get um, 
uh, group A, then it would be easy signing a G2, get out of groups, uh, Team Liquid and Machi Esports don't. But after seeing, um, like you said, PSG play and also Team Liquid play, I think this team just got a hell of a lot more interesting. Yeah. No, that's, that's for sure, yes. Yeah. So, um, shall we move on to Group B? Sure. That's gonna be pretty short, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, Happy, do you wanna do you wanna do take the initiative on that one? Well, I feel I feel like the the only thing that you can predict in Group B is who's gonna be first. Yeah. Um, because uh, them one and JD Gaming are the obvious um, winners of this group. You, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think Rogue and PSG Talon has a chance in uh, proceeding. Yeah, that's uh, actually the group of death for me, really. I feel I feel yeah. really bad for Rogue. As I mean, this organization is pretty new, and mm -hmm. they had a pretty good, solid year. Yeah. But um, you know what it is? It's a group of death, and you, you know, you... I, I I follow uh, Larson in tweet on Twitter, uh, Twitter, and uh, Twitter, Twitter, and. <laughs> And uh, he's he's feeling pretty confident. He's always tweeting that he's going to win this group easy and stuff like that. So I, I don't know. It's it's giving me false hype. I think. Who's tweeting? <laughs> Sorry, I, I missed that part. My brain blanked. Well, uh, uh, Larson, 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 the of frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean to be fair, looking at um. Rogue series versus G2. They took them to five game and they were pretty damn close to winning against G2 in the yeah, uh, loser bracket final match. So I agree with you that Damwon and JD are the clear favorites and I have them both down in as first and second in my uh, pickems. But me too. I I do believe like there is a, a small chance where Rogue get out of this group stage. Like I, like again, we haven't seen teams play against each other from different regions, so we don't know, maybe Europe has the best read on the metas right now and they will come into the planes, uh, to the group stage, sorry, and we'll just smurf on everyone and we'll see G2, Rogue and Fnatic playing out of their minds. And like, if we think that G2 are a contenders for the, I don't know, top five teams in this tournament, seeing how Rogue play against them, you should definitely Keep it in mind that they might show up and uh, surprise expectations in this uh, Group B, which is heavily stacked against their favors. Like JD Gaming and Damwang are just like so good. Yeah. But it, like I think we could all, ag all agree that we put PSG first, uh, fourth, right? Like yeah. Even yeah, though they a, yeah. as, a, as a Euphoria European uh, fan. <laughs> uh, I'm always going for the European teams. Yeah. Um, so hopefully Rogue gonna finish third, and PSG th fourth. I so you don't like you're going for the you're rooting for the European team, but you put them third and not second. I, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's them yeah. one and and JD game. It's yeah, still no. the favorites for the whole tournament. Tournament, not on the yeah. group. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, this is a really interesting world as a general like. Uh, uh, SKTT1 didn't qualify, um, C9 didn't qualify, RNG didn't qualify, like FPX from F last FPX, year. FPX, IG. Yeah. IG. I, yeah, a lot of big names 
did not qualify to Worlds. So, but the, but TSM did. Yeah, TSM <laughs> did. <laughs> Finally, after uh, how many years? Yeah, three, it, it was a long three time. Years. Three years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, like this world is gonna be a banger, I think. Um, but um, moving on to Group C, um, we have Fnatic, LGD, Genji, and TSM. I had to put Fnatic on first as a Fnatic fanboy. It's, um, it's our group. It's our group. Yeah, Fnatic yeah. first, definitely. Like uh, it is my pickem. It's not my the, not not necessarily my predictions, but yeah, Fnatic first. I have to go with them. Yeah, me too. Um, wait. So it's your pickem, but what would yeah. you predict if you I did would not predict? Uh... I I didn't watch much LCK, so I don't know how much Genji are. Uh, uh, improved i mean so i don't really know their strength but i did watch uh, much lpl and lcs so i know tsm and lgd i think fanatic at their peak are better than both tsm and lgd i don't know about genji but i heard that they play around ruler and they are really bot focused team so and it's not really the meta right now so i think that they might take first play Genji, but uh, I will go with Fnatic even in my predictions. Yeah, and Genji second. Yeah. Um, I had a hard time deciding between Genji and LGD um, because while LGD did seem to have a bad start, they did ramp up to in the end of the planes with the, the both three uh, O series, and they looked convincing um, at the end there. Uh, at least for me. So I had a bit of a hard time ranking them against Genji because, like, the last um, couple of uh, worlds, we did see um, Korea as a region stumble and LPL and uh, Europe rise. Yeah. So I end up putting L LGD ahead of Genji. I'm not sure if it's the correct call. Like, I might be trolling here. Um, but, like, it's it's a hard prediction to make because... We don't have a lot of information about how these teams will stack up against each other, I feel like. I did put Fnatic first. I think a lot of it will come down to how um, Hilisang will play and how Selfmade will play. A lot of the wins they did have was from Hilisang doing godly plays. And um, he gets a lot of hate, I feel like, and some of it is undeserved. Um, like, someone has to go for the plays, right? Someone has to go and face tank and make the plays and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but like when they lose uh, he gets flamed but when they win he doesn't get a lot of the credit a lot of it goes to self-made to reckless to whoever right but a lot of it does come down to hilisang just really making it a hard lane for people to play and like we talked the, the analysts talked about it in the series against g2 where they won the semis for both sides yeah yeah <laughs> and and like the games that they won, like uh, when Hilisang like, just randomly walked to stop the recall, and they got the kill kills from that, and then yeah. they um, transitioned into uh, Herald, if I'm not mistaken. Like, if you say Genji oh, are playing heavy bot side, I definitely think they can win. Like Fnatic can make it a hard game for them, and I think Fnatic can get the best of them, for sure. and as well as uh, LGD. So like, I am going with Fnatic first. But I'm I'm biased. I'm I'm having I'm biased. 
that's my pick um, and my predictions. I think that Fnatic will be first, but I will not be surprised if Genji will take first. Mm. I will be surprised if LGD will get out this group, though, with the performance they showed. Mm. Happy, what do you think I as a not biased person? Um, well, I did change my um, PKM for this group this morning. Um, mm -hmm. Yesterday, I did put Fnatic first and Genji second. Um, but um, this morning, I read a post um, that says, um, you know, No Man's of Unicorns? Yeah. He did say that he did put Fnatic fourth in this group um, because he has, I don't know, some inside information that Fnatic has a lot of um, problems in the team. Not, okay. not, not game-wise. I mean, they are doing pretty okay in scrims, but the team environment is pretty bad. Like, um, it used to be in the last world, I think, um, with Brox and Reckless, there used to be some sort of a beef. I know. But um, I think it was more of a meme by the internet than anything else. But yeah, there was like the um, the talk about Reckless and Brox are fighting, and that's the reason that the Brox are left. They did, like, both of them tweet that they are good friends and it's not real, but maybe, yeah. So, yeah, I, I heard there's, I know, around two of some some sort of a beef in the team. Mm -hmm. So, okay. it kind of changed my prediction, actually. I, I My new prediction is Genji first and LGD second. Oh. I put Fnatic third and TSM fourth. I feel That's like, um, it, it, I mean... It's really it it happens a lot with reckless that um, he has problems with with his teammates. I mean he is a consistent player and he is a good ADC, but it's not the first time that we hear that uh, there's a team environment problem that might. I, I feel like it might involve reckless reckless again. So we got we gotta see. I mean, to be fair, I I heard like. Reckless talk about it and like people thinking that he has problems with people but from his perspective and from what I heard him say he's just like in general a quiet person and like people sometimes think it means that he doesn't like XYZ but usually he just like is quiet and is focusing on his own game um, and like from what I see from the videos Fnatic produce of their uh, um, team activities, they look fine to me. I mean, something might have happened during the quarantine and all the um, travel to uh, China, but I don't, I wouldn't put a lot of um, weight in the tweets and the, like, whatever people say, because this team has a lot of um, resources and, like, they have the game uh, gaming um, therapist or whatever it's called, like, I feel they have enough resources to not let a beef between players be the reason they lose. Uh, I might be wrong, but like I, I do feel like um, they should come into these games united as, as a team. And like I don't know, I didn't see the tweet. I I don't know what's going on there, but I do feel like they should perform well uh, coming in. And um, like Street Jimmy said uh, regarding. Uh, uh, Hilly Sang, like, uh, they keep him in the team because they have respect for him, they appreciate him, and 
like he's good reckless as you said happy he's been playing for a while now he's a solid player i think self-made showed us he's a really good jungler in the last uh, couple of games that they had in the series versus g2 and um Wipo, well you can say he's sometime eating i i think like he usually plays weak side of the map and i think in the series versus g2 he did perform well he was um, yeah. a lot of times respecting the enemy top laner and the possibility of a dive and escaping a lot of tricky situations that we used to see him getting caught by so i definitely we think we're gonna see the best of fanatic that we've seen in a while now uh and that's why i do think they will advance out of this group stage uh but you know you never know yeah i do hope they they will advance from this group um I feel like the more uh, European uh, teams in in, uh, in the playoffs, the better. Yeah. And uh, the more, the merrier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's European pride, right? We don't support the the individual teams; we support the region. And I mean, if it's gonna come down to Fnatic versus G2 or Rogue, obviously I'm gonna support Fnatic. But whoever's like, if Rogue or G2 is going to get to the finals, I will be behind them 100% supporting the region because. Like, we want to see Europe take a win here, I think, like yeah. every European fan does. I feel like this year it's, it's got to be a miracle because um, last year I did believe G2 might take it all. But um, I feel like this year um, we are significantly uh, weaker than uh, China and might even uh, from Korea because them one looks so damn good. Yeah. Do you think it's because but, of Corona and the games being from home most of the time, or is it unrelated? I feel like the meta does does not complement uh, any of the EU junglers. Mm. Um, the farm heavy Nidalees. Um, for self-made, I think. Yes, yeah. self-made might might uh, shine here with this uh, with, with this um, Evelyn and Nidalee. He, he might grave yeah. Sekarim. Yeah. Yeah. He might he might actually pop off. But uh, Yankos and Inspired usually play the sets, the Sijuanis, the, the tanks that we didn't see any of them in the planes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Michael, you wanted to say something? Uh, no. Mm -hmm. We can go to Group D, I think. Um, uh, just final touch on Yankos. Like you said, he plays the Sejuani and set, but like. He always complained about playing the Sejuani's and the sets. Or, or maybe not the set, but like definitely the Sejuani. So I think it, it, they it might be... Yeah, it became a meme. I think they might be holding something up their sleeves with the Yankos. Because he's a great player and he loves being the aggressive, being the... Like he was named the first Blood King for a while, always making the aggressive plays. So I wouldn't count him out. I think they might be holding something up their sleeves, especially if they have this uh, entire um, playing stage to... Um, craft something new uh, and train on it uh, during the screams. So, while I agree with you, like from what we've seen um, previously, um, the meta does not complement what the European jungler does. I think if the teams going into these games are doing their homework and working and looking what worked in planes, they can definitely make changes in time to make sure that they get out of groups and maybe even win and I think this year while I do agree with you like most of the teams uh, from Europe don't look as good as they did previous years I still think we have a chance because I think all of the teams 
have a hard year, a hard hard year, and um, you never know what's gonna happen because it's the first time this entire year that the players are actually sitting together to play the match like they used to it before. So maybe it yeah. will be some sort of a buff for Fnatic, for G2, for uh, even for the other teams like uh, D DRX who had been, you know, a little bit underperforming, so sort of to speak. So, yeah, I I do think. G uh, G two Fnatic and Rogue have a chance. Well, G two and Fnatic mostly. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, it, it is gonna be a tougher year than previous ones. Uh, I do think so. Um. So yeah, let's go for Group D. Uh, Happy, do you want to take the lead on that one? Yeah, I'll start. Um, Group D is another change that I did this morning. Mm -hmm. I woke up and I was like. Yeah, I got the incarnation. Now I know who's gonna win. <laughs> In a uh, so, so I did change. Um, obviously, top esports are first in this group yeah. for me. For sure, yes. I um, think it's a no-brainer. Yeah, putting them there. Um, now, I did put DRX second. Um, until I did change it, change it this morning. Unicorn, I put Unicorns of Love second and DRX third. Um, I did my research on DRX. They didn't look so good in playoffs. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like the meta does not complement the, their players. And I think Unicorns of Love might have some, I don't know, secret strats and, and some picks that might change this whole um, PKM and uh, all this, this whole group. Unicorns drafts actually to two hundred Q, really. They yeah. always draft so good and really they yeah. they have an answer to everything. Yeah. I think um, yeah. Mad Lions yeah. did play against Supermassive and they just couldn't figure out what should should, should they play against the set mid that yeah. uh what is name played Bolulu. Yeah, Bolulu. but but Unicorns just took the vein. And obviously, you could see that um, No Names uh, had problem. I mean, he wasn't so mechanically clean on Vayne, but it was such a good pick against Set Mid, and he did win this, against this against game. their old team. They always play some sort of three tanks. And... Yeah, it's a lot of tanks and uh, Kakao and Zaytnot. Kakao and Lilia, yeah, Kakao and Lilia yeah. and uh, Zaytnot on some sort of a hyper carry, like yeah. Caitlyn on I don't know. Um, and they they figured it, this out pretty fast in the draft, and they won the games. And I'm actually proud of Unicorns. I'm happy they actually got into groups finally after years that uh, Shippy, their coach, they coach tried so hard. Yeah. And a deserved deserved win. And I'm really looking forward forward to see them play this mm -hmm. uh, this group. I do think FlyQuest are the weakest team by far. I feel like. Um, Especially They're solo. definitely the underdogs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like Solo is the weakest link in the team. And I mean it's not always his fault. They do play usually bot mid side. And yeah, they throw him on they, they they throw him on on his island and usually uh good teams tend to dive him a lot and kill him. Um I feel like FlyQuest are almost hundred percent uh, the fourth team in this group. In my uh, Vagabond, do you agree? I think so as well. My pickems are exactly like Happy's. Yeah, I, I did okay. put Unicorns third and DRX second, but like 
I agree with you that they might be different, uh, seeing how Unicorns played, yeah. Yeah, Unicorns second for me too. Imagine how hype it's gonna be if if Unicorns if... love get out of groups. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah, a friend. I have a friend who's a hardcore Unicorns fan. He's gonna be ecstatic if they get out of the groups here. Uh, I, I mean, think everyone unicorns, will. I mean, Unicorns is such a, a lovely organization. I mean, mm -hmm. you can't hate on them. You just can't. Yeah. Especially so... when they give you good games. Yeah, uh, and usually their games are so fun to watch. Even mm -hmm. when they were in the promotion to the LCS, the ULCS, like mm -hmm. five years ago, um, they, they had the, the, about, the, right? Udyr, the Udyr picks, the, the old It was Kikis picks. back then, right? Yeah, Kikis yeah. with the... With the oh, also they did Nar Jungler. Nar Jungle, when Nar just yeah, got released and, and, or something. Yeah, and the Twisted Fate Jungle, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. I mean, they had such... I don't know, this, team, this team's mentality is actually so, so fun. Yeah. And even if it's not the same players, it, it's still the same mentality. So I know I'm so I'm excited. I'm really excited mm -hmm. for this group. I kind of feel bad for, for FlyQuest. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for FlyQuest because I really like the organization. Um, the whole thing that they did with the planting trees for every X Y that yeah. happens, I really liked it. Uh, and regardless, like I think they were playing well in the. Uh, in uh, the LCS, um, they did get a second seed, so like technically they should be better than Team Liquid. But I think like the house they got dropped into is really hard, and um, I do agree that Team Liquid did sh show us better games um, in the in the planes. So I really feel bad for I feel bad for FlyQuest because I want to see them perform well. I want to see them get out of groups, but I just don't think it's a reality when you're with top esports DRX and Unicorns of Love and like I think Cry just released a video that talking about uh, uh, FlyQuest being the underdogs and they are hungry for the wins or whatever but like I understand they're hungry for wins and getting out of groups it's just gonna be such a hard job for them like almost impossible uh, you never know and think and go like last year RNG didn't make it out of groups and nobody expected that um, So, you know, maybe But upsets uh, are upsets are always exciting. So. Yeah, I want to like honestly If you give me the perfect result for uh, group D, it, it's gonna be FlyQuest and Unicorns of Love advancing and uh, top uh, esports and DRX being third and fourth so like, and I want to see them get out. Yeah, imagine, <laughs> imagine if that happened. But like uh, Ted is just saying in the chat, like Fipus probably won't make it out of groups. Um, <laughs> not with that attitude, at least. It's, it's all about the attitude, Teddy. Remember, yeah. it's all about the attitude. So like you know, I'm keeping my my eyes out for Group D. While I do think it is the like top esports should a hundred percent be first, like I'm yeah. keeping my my eyes out for that group. Maybe we see some upsets. Um, I am hoping for upsets, except for Group C, where I want Fnatic to win hundred percent. Like the other groups, I'm down for upsets. Upsets <laughs> are fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely are. Well, um, do you have anything final you want to say? Because we are nearing the hour mark where we should end the podcast here for today. So any final thoughts, things you want to share? No, 
I had a really great time talking with yeah. you guys. It was a blast. Yeah. Thank you for joining. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, we'll join. We'll join again. Yeah. This podcast. So the games are tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central European time, which is 11 a.m. for us um, local time. Um, I don't know what it is for you guys watching, but uh, I'm definitely going to be watching it. Uh, if not live, then the VODs, if I'm asleep or something. But uh, yeah, I'm watching out for the games. And yeah, we'll see each other again. Maybe if you want to come uh, to the show again uh, after the planes or later during the Worlds in the podcast uh, I'm definitely happy to have you again. Happy and vagabond. Eh, it's a joke. Um, uh, um, but uh, yeah, I think this world is going to be very interesting to watch. Um, I'm looking forward to it. And I'll see you all. Well, I'm get, like, the games should be... Let me just check. The games are tomorrow. And then three days after that, right? Like really? No, um, wait. No, like the first no, half it's... of it. Fourth, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and then the eighth. Yeah. So there's a break between the sixth and the eighth of October. So maybe during the seventh we'll have a podcast again. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm thinking right now. And then again at the end of group stage, which will be October twelfth. So. Yeah, something like that. So I, I'm guessing around the 7th of October will be the next podcast. Um, after like we finish the first half of uh, of the group stage. Um, so, mm-hmm. um, Vagabond Happy, thank you very much for joining me for this first episode of the Virax World Stock. Um, Thanks for thank having you us. For watching. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you everyone for watching. I hope you enjoyed. Um, if you are listening to this not live, then be sure to join um, on the 7th of October when we do the next show uh, after the first half of group stage. And um, yeah, I'm going to upload it to wherever I can. So um, if you missed something, um, check it out. And I'll see you all in about a week. Or, uh, no, a bit less, but yeah. Um, so thanks for coming. I hope you enjoyed. And I'll see you all in the next time. Bye-bye.